you got anything you want to say to the audience before we see the movie? Um, if Ryan, if you're listening to this again, I just want you to know that no emotion you're feeling right now is gonna get is gonna get worse than what I'm feeling right now. Um, don't try counter argument that because I won't hear you. Um, but so uh, yeah, you've already experienced the worst of it, and if it does get worse, then you might as well just like die, okay? I'm not even, like, joking for the sake of joking. Just, like, die. No, you know what? Just, like, go away from home and just, like, solve it yourself, you know? Stop being such a coward, you know? Believe in yourself. Um, I didn't have enough time. Am I too soon? I'm too soon. It's Lois. Lois Lane. She's the key. Okay, can you just cut the footage? Uh, we've had a very eventful day, you know? Yeah. Ooh, man. <laughs> to say the least, I, I woke up at, like... I woke up at like eight o'clock Same. and I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be the best day ever, you know? And I said to him at the theater. Hang on, first I gotta say today Ryan and I saw the Tom and Jerry movie. We got up at like ten. We were at like here like ten. I know watching the Tom and Jerry movie. You know? Like, good lord, why? Everyone's excited for our, our review of the Tom and Jerry movie, but first we um we also went and saw Godzilla vs. Kong together. So we'll give our um, review of that. So Ryan and I and my brother, we recorded like some audio in a back alley. So I'm going to play that. We did. We, You know, we were just walking out of the theater. Then Lucas is like, yo, check out this back alley, dude. Let's go down there. It'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and so we recorded like our initial reaction in the back alley. So I'm going to I'm going to play that for you. And yeah. So currently we're in some dark back alley next to the cinema. There's a security camera right there. Is it? Oh. So what did you think of the movie, Ryan? Um, I, um, it didn't solve any of my personal issues, but, you know, I still enjoyed it. Like, relatively enough. I liked some of the Godzilla stuff. I didn't like that much of the Kong stuff. But I'm also incredibly biased, so, um... Should we have mentioned that we just... Right, yeah, so... We're in a back alley right next to the cinema. We just saw Godzilla vs. Kong. And Ryan, what just came out of your shoe just then? Popcorn, thank you for asking. <laughs> Don't go to the movies, you get popcorn in your shoe. My brother Liam is here. Ryan's brother Liam isn't here. Liam. It smells really badly of cigarettes and piss right now. What? What's your opinions on the movie? Good. That's it, just good? Yeah. That's all? Yeah. Okay. Um. It was Godzilla vs. Kong, not Godzilla and Kong. Um, I just called my mother, uh, God, I don't know why I said it like that, Ask, so asking, like, where were you? But I phrased it so badly that they didn't know it was me at first, so some, some rando just called them like, Hey, where are you? Yeah, I think that's a good note to leave us on. Yeah, um, let's leave this alley. So now that you've listened to our, our initial... Uh, now you've now, uh, cringe, but you know, I only cringe at reality, you know. Yeah. Now that you've listened to like our our initial reaction, um, Ryan and I are going to give our our review of the movie, starting with the the plot. So do you want to say, you know, give us the opening of the first scene, Ryan? We're not doing that again. It took us like an hour last time, True, and right. you're pretending just... like people haven't seen the Dark Knight trilogy. Let's just skip over that. Let's just assume. Let me just we're we're going to assume rundown. that you've seen it this time. Okay. Basically, Godzilla and Kong fight each other. 
and humans do their own things here and there. And then at the end, some big robot Godzilla comes in, and then they team up to defeat that. Happy ending. Booyah. Roll credits. Restore the monsterverse. There is two stories going on. There's Godzilla, Kong, the jungle child and all that, and there's the stoned podcaster and the two children that he's kidnapped. Um, they go to the the, the, <laughs> the, the evil Abinet... <laughs> the hell they go to apex cybernetics the evil company and there's the dude there's the stone podcaster who has like he's a conspiracy theorist chap um that's a that's a word us oh we should invite him on (laughs) we should invite him onto the podcast yeah we need to get that stoned what's his name um is he he he's going he's going by the law of his own of his own world yeah like and monsters and stuff and we have literally no idea what he's talking about so like it's like the girl, like who's the daughter of some dude who works at the evil company. He's like, oh, why do you listen to this like podcast from that? It's because he makes amazing Tom and Jerry jokes. Like we call him the stoned podcaster. And the reason why we call him the stoned podcaster is he just looks so stoned. Like he's sweating the whole time. His eyes are red. He's a conspiracy theorist. And he says the weirdest things ever. Well, to be fair, so do we, you know? I mean, I don't yes, think that's but fair. We don't record while we're stoned. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, so there's the girl and there's her friend, um, the New Zealand dude who's in paper planes and that. Oh yeah. Movie. Tap water. I met him once at Comic-Con, you know, nice. that was fun. He's, he's a good dude. Basically they walk into like some Seven Eleven, and, um, they ask for like a bottle of bleach and she's like oh can we get a bottle of bleach and the dude's like is this one of those like tiktok challenges or something because i'm not interested or <laughs> he says something like that and she's like no who, who's the guy who always comes in here every day and gets a bottle of bleach and he's like oh that and he's like um i'll tell I mean, you i'd love it if it yeah. i love it if it was like actual bleach and at the end of a movie when like Mecha Godzilla comes in, just goddamn like you know, <laughs> the stone podcaster just pulls in a just pulls in a bucket full of bleach. Each how the movie ends. Yeah, no, but um, like, oh, I'll tell you as long as you buy one of those live fish. So walk up to the stone podcaster's house, the supermarket dude. They're holding a live like they've got a bag with a live fish like squirming around in it, and they knock on the door. He's like, um, oh, I don't want to talk and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, I'm here for your podcast. He's like, all right. And then they go to some place and he's like. Dude, if someone if someone went over to my house with a live fish, <laughs> with a live fish with their best friend named Taps Water and said, we're here, we're here because of your podcast. I wouldn't, I would just, <laughs> listen, I'll allow you into my house for a lot. <laughs> listen, I'll allow you into my house for like a lot of things, you know, if you travel from like halfway across town to my house, <laughs> sure, come on in. I'll set you up with the family. We'll have some nice pasta. If you're here because you want to sue me, sure, come on in. Try my garlic <laughs> bread. Go on ahead. If you're here to kill me, sure, try on the pumpkins. But that's where I draw the line with the fish. Okay? That's where I draw yeah. the line. So they, they walk in, like, like, all right, they go to a restaurant, and the supermarket dude, this 7-Eleven dude, he's just not there anymore. And he's like, oh, tap water or bottled water? And he's like, tap water. Uh, there's um no and they're like bottled water and he's like good isn't it you and he's like tap water and he's like oh no the government puts like nanobots in tap water or something like that which is why you should never drink tap water and this is where i'm like oh my god right so this dude really is stoned 
Um, and then they they decide, all right, we're going to sneak into the the evil company. They he works for because he's trying to expose something rather or whatever. I don't even remember by now. And um, it's like going, they're going in, and um, there's a line that I like when they're in the they're in a lift and they're going down. It's like how far down does this go? And he's like goes down to hell. And it's like that that's a good line, but ironic because they 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 actually discover hell, Hollow Earth as they call it, which is like. Why do you call the place hollow earth? It's like the hollow bit. Like we don't call the in like the hollow bits of trees, hollow tree. It's like, no, like the whole tree is the hollow tree. It's like, ah, oh, come on. You know, you're, you're trying to like, are you trying to objectively like review a, a monster movie? Dude, this is one of those movies where you just, the plot really doesn't matter that much. You know, you know, it's here for the, it's here for the eye candy. You know, this is a movie about the spectacle, which I mean, you know, I prefer a movie that just tries to have fun, yeah. you know. And this movie is, without a doubt, fun. The the, the thing that you got to know of this movie is there is two separate plot lines that more or less diverge at the end of the movie. Yeah, the director said this, and this happens in like every single versus movie you've ever seen. There's the Godzilla stuff, and then there's the Kong stuff, and they just barely match together. They just whenever they happen to be in the at the scene, very end, they're in Hong Kong, which is like. Land. Oh, that's also neat, dude. That's also neat. We called it, by the way. Dude, we called it. Yeah, it was bright neon, like we yeah. said last episode. Every single place in Hong Kong is just bright neo. Yeah, I know. Like I was like talking about, oh, there's not many films in Hong Kong. I wish there was more films in Hong Kong. And then we watched this film, and there's like last quarter of the film is set in Hong Kong. They they when they yeah. stuck into the know. the. They were in like some one of those like states like Mississippi or um Louisiana or one of like one of that part of America, hey, Florida listen. even. I don't I don't really care what state it was in, but they're in there and they go on some train to Hong Kong, which is a bit weird, but whatever. Um, because they're so yeah, th- that's why they're in Hong Kong. Oh, my favorite part of the movie, which is also my least favorite part, and I'm I really want the director to explain this to me because it's confusing me so much. Okay. So, when they're, it's the middle of the night, Godzilla Kong fighting, and this, and the main bad guy, the head of the Apex thing, or whatever, is talking to, to Tapwater, um, podcaster, and Millie Bobby Brown, <laughs> I don't remember her name. It was uh, like, it started with an M, I remember that much, hang on, what was her name, let me, let me check, what's, um, Madison Russell, and her friend Josh, that's what it says. Doesn't say what Josh's last name is. I would prefer getting the name Tapwater than the name Josh. <laughs> anyway, so when he's like going through the master plan of like his big Mecha Godzilla thing, and then there's they cut to the Kong Godzilla versus Kong fight, and they just do that for a while, and then boom, they cut back to them still talking after the fight is done. Yeah. But then when Mecha Mecha Godzilla does emerge, it's like the it's like the start of a day. It's like the morning. So either this brings up two options: a) they were fighting really late in really late in the night, and the sun was just about to come up; or b) this guy has been talking for nearly five hours straight. Yeah, I know. Like, like, explain that to me, please. Mm-hmm. Can you just explain that, please, Mister Adam yeah. Wingard? That'd be great. There's a really funny scene, like in the end when they're in Hong Kong, because yeah, we're not even going to bother getting the timeline right, like we did the last. We're just we're not bothering. We're hoping you've seen the film. 
Um, and if not, then look, I, 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 I was checking the retention it. for our podcast, and most people get about four minutes into our podcast before they stop listening. So only about like five people actually listen to the whole thing. Other five listen to the first four. Thank minutes. you. You guys are the real ones. So um, anyway, so I I really liked the scene where um the 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 evil Spanish dude or whatever is giving his speech, um and the stoned podcaster is like listening along with Tapwater and his um girlfriend, um you know he's like talking about like and I was like crawled to the top and became like the king of apex cybernetics and all that, and then um then Godzilla's hail just comes in and like knocks him away, and he's like damn I wanted to finish listening to his evil speech. <laughs> that was just great, dude. The the five hour long evil speech, and he still managed to hook him <laughs> in. Meanwhile, our podcast, <laughs> dude. This is a five hour long evil speech. <laughs> you know, every single versus movie on the planet follows this formula, and we are gonna try that light Cernus edition with Cernus. Shut up. That's why we're <laughs> <Yeah>. fighting. <laughs> um. So this. So um. I'm going to follow the formula that every single Versus movie has ever, ever followed, and we're also do that every single one you could ever think of is done. You know, Freddy vs. Jason, Alien vs. Predator, Batman vs. Superman, um, Civil War. I've seen I've seen Monsters vs. Alien, and I've seen Godzilla vs. Kong. Tom and oh, Jerry. Oh, yeah, and, and, and Tom and Jerry. Okay. I want you to come up with some random people names, and I'll come up with some random people names. Yes. Okay? Okay. Name some random names um. that aren't ours. <laughs> just name three names of random people. They could be people you know, people you don't. Just random names. Go. Not ours. Uh, we've got, hang on. We've got Ernie Hayes, Edison Russell, and Nathan Lind. Okay. Um, I'm going to get um, um, Bill. Bill will be our teams, I guess. There will be Team Ryan and Team Lucas. And for the majority of the plot, we are going to have our random characters talking about what? What is your adventure going to be about? It could be about anything. Anything. Name some random thing. Hang on, I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you a story. Like, I was talking to someone on Discord, and I was telling them about a podcast, and they listened to some of it. And it turns out this person was, like, really pro team sam and i told them that sam's only in the first episode and they like had a meltdown because they were like team sam forever <laughs> and it was like hilarious like oh like some people are like team sam listen, sam if you're I'm listening not... like i sent it to ryan as well they were like listen listen i'm not saying that i asked sam to come back and he says he's down for it later but i mean we'll see you know sam if you're listening which you probably aren't um Come back soon. Maybe I've talked to him. Maybe I haven't, you know? Hmm? But anyways, okay. I need you to name a random task, okay? Just like anything from extremely awesome to extremely lame. I'm taking a dump. Yep, surely. You're taking a shit. Okay. <laughs> so, your team. And, okay, I'll have to name something. Um, make it. Okay. These stories will connect through name some random thing. Name a random thing, just like a random object. <laughs> is this gonna, is, are you planning a new movie, Ryan? <laughs> Come on, just name some random object. Bottle. Lucas versus Ryan is that Lucas's group is on a mission to take a massive dump, <laughs> and my group is on a mission to bake a cake. 
Now, in order for both of these teams to achieve what they want, they need this bottle. And so the and so some one team decides to steal the bottle from the other, and that's what causes them to fight for about five minutes before the new threat comes in. And this new threat is Sam. <laughs> Sam. Yeah. We're doing Sam. And so Sam comes in, and then we both work together ever to defeat <laughs> Sam. We forget about the bottle, and then we both achieve our goals. That is the plot of every single versus movie on the planet. You can watch any single any versus movie ever, and that's the plot. Okay, I don't Except for monsters versus aliens. aliens. Okay, because the monsters win. It's for monsters versus aliens as well. I haven't seen that movie in like six years, so I don't even remember. Batman versus Superman. We got the Batman stuff with like Alfred and you know Wonder Woman, and then we got the Superman stuff with Lois Lane and and soon to be Marsha Manhunter. And they're just like doing their own thing and doing their own thing. Meanwhile, Lex Luthor's doing this thing and they're all fighting over Kryptonite. You know? And Batman is Kryptonite and then Batman fights Superman and all that. And then they team up to take down and Lex Luthor. And the, that's the story. You know? Godzilla versus Kong. They got the Godzilla stuff doing, doing their own thing here and there. And then we got the, got the Kong stuff just doing their own thing. And they're fighting over, I don't know, whatever it was. I don't know. Mecha gods. I don't know. Just like the thing, you know? Oh, I forgot. Um, natural instincts. Natural instincts are in the middle. <laughs> and Godzilla takes those natural instincts, and then Kong fights Godzilla, and then they team up to defeat Mechagodzilla. You see what I'm you see where I'm going with this, you know? I mean the thing is that hang on, we've got to talk about the time. Um so they're like taking Kong from Skull Island or wherever the hell it is, um, to um hang on, just let me read the plot summary for a second, to they take him to like Antarctica because they discovered Hollow Earth, aka Hell. Um, so they they stick him onto an aircraft carrier, <laughs> take him to the um. Hang on, if hang on, if Hell does that make him say yes? And Godzilla, this is all just being one metaphor. Stick him on the aircraft carrier, and there's like this uh, um the daughter of the evil Spanish guy is there, and um. And she's like the leader, and then there's the t- there's Jungle Child. Yeah, she does. She does literally nothing. Uh, literally nothing. She, she does not affect the plot uh, in any way, shape, or form. The Jungle Child. There's the Jungle Child's adoptive mother, and there's the dude who's I forget. I, I like hard. There was some chap called like Chris, I think. Is that his name? Why? Why? And let me check. On Team Kong, why are they two separate people? Why can't they just be one yeah. person? His name was Nathan, not Chris. I can't. Characters just no. Why can't the two characters just be the same character? Yeah, they go to a um hole in Antarctica, and I'm starting to get some Evangelion vibes. And um, yeah, I love Evangelion. Man. I'm a big fan. Oh, have you ever seen Shin Godzilla? Dude, it's it's a Godzilla movie done by the dude that did Evangelion. Hey, fl- hey, heads or tails? Lucas versus Ryan, you win. Yes, good. Um, anyway, so. And, you know, they they jump into the hole through these, like, ship things. They go down there. There's two ships. There's one with, like, the Jungle Child, the Spanish Lady, the Nathan Chris chap, and the Jungle Child's adopted mother. And they, there's another ship with, like, these four army security, apex cybernetics, security guard chaps with gun thingies. Um, Go down the hole. There's, like, giant megafauna thingamabobs there. Um, they find some temple thing. King Kong grabs his magic axe, um, and like something starts attacking them. I don't even remember, or things. Something happens. 
when people die, one of the ships gets crushed, I think, or destroyed or something, and then they leave and the Spanish lady and the three army dudes are killed. Four, however, I, I hardly remember that scene. Um, they get out and then they go to Hong Kong. Um, yeah, that's that's the whole movie. That was it's, it's a good movie. Yeah. No, I like it. I like. I don't like it as much as Godzilla twenty fourteen or Kong Skull Island, but I, you know it's better than King of the Monsters. I guess you don't. You won't know what that means because you haven't seen any. Hey, what was it like seeing it without seeing any of the other films? It, it made how'd sense. You, how'd you cope? It made sense. If you didn't yeah. tell me, it was. I feel like if you watch, if I had no idea that the other films existed, I'd be like, oh, like I, I wouldn't really know. I mean, you should watch the other films because I think some of them are good. There's like three, you know, just like the, the it's like the best plan for a monster yeah. first movie like ever, just like or a cinematic universe in general. You got the, you got the movie one, another movie, movie two, versus movie, and that's it. Boom. It's easy. That's simple. You know, and then and according to. Dudes over at Legendary, they have plans for more movies. Yeah. You know? Do you, um, do you have anything else to say about Godzilla vs. Kong? Because I certainly don't. Oh, it was a good movie. and I, I got something. And, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But do you know what I did enjoy more? What? Boom. Transition. Now now we're getting into the movie we saw today. um, The Tom and Jerry movie. So I will give you about... We recorded about... I haven't edited what we recorded at the same back alley. Um, and we walked to Macca's. It was like 10 minutes. I don't know. I'll probably cut that down a bit. So I will give you a recording of what we did and what we recorded then. And yeah, listen to that. All right, so. Hey, I was here not that long ago. Where are you? Yeah. Doing what? So what was your thoughts on the movie, Ryan? I loved it. I had a great time. It made me laugh on occasions, and honestly, that's all I needed. I love how, like, there was stuff that was, like, not funny, and everyone, like, was laughing at it. And then and then there was, like, this dark humour in the film, and the cinema would be silent, and then me and Ryan would just be, like, chuckling to ourselves at, like, the dark humour in this film. Yeah, I think my favourite part was when, uh... Uh, there was that one scene where Lucas was just straight up crying, and, yeah. and he, no, he was just having a, a breakdown. Dude. Yeah, there was like, some dude was crying because it was like a sad scene. Meanwhile, I'm also crying because of how, like, cheesy it is, and I'm like, I could not take it. No, and no, I, no. like, I was, like, in tears. <laughs> no, there was a scene where Lucas was just kind of having a breakdown next to me, and I, was, and I was genuinely enjoying it. I was having a great time. Like, I went into this with such low expectations, which, like, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because my expectations were so low. And, like, I'm an atheist, but I signed the cross at the start of the film <laughs> because I was, like, like so, yeah. like... You know, I you know I was an atheist at the start of this movie, but then this movie, but then the movie <laughs> rolled in, and now I believe that there is a god. <laughs> All right, let's ask my brother Liam. What was your thoughts on the movie? Auto tune screaming. Yes, there was like auto tune in it, and it was oh, it was just no, it was so I bad. I one scene. You were just like throughout the entire scene. You were just so distraught and in pain, and I was genuinely enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, like... It what was, was like, that scene? Oh, I don't even... Like, it was like the wedding scene. 
No. Wasn't it? No, it was before that. What, what, right now, let's ask Ryan Spratherly and what he thought of the movie. Uh, just make sure whenever you're at a sports game, don't don't catch balls, or else you'll end up in jail. No, I mean like. Like the thing with like there was like dark humor and there was like the scene where he was like, like he just like says something like he mutters it to himself and I was like, dude, that's really dark. I don't even remember what it was, but just like. Like, it wasn't funny for anyone, because, like, the only people in the cinema was, like, little kids, and people who were probably at the age, who were, like, the parents of little kids, who probably watched Tom and Jerry when they were kids, and then there's, like, us four guys who are here because of, like, a joke on a podcast. Honestly, I think, I think this is gonna be a hot take, but I actually like that more than Godzilla vs. Kong. Same. Like, just, like... Because this movie crosses the Maryland point. dopamine, I enjoyed yeah, I it more. Because, like, this movie is so bad, I enjoyed it. Because it's so bad, it becomes good again because of how bad it is. Like, no, no. it crosses the Maryland no, point. Gen- no, I genuinely have No, no. Alright, may I add... Like, I liked it because it was so bad. No, I liked it because it was such a weird rush of adrenaline. Yeah. So, this movie shouldn't be rated G, it should be rated R. I would there is brutalized animals every second. I'm surprised it's rated G. Personally, I've yeah. never wheezed harder at a, at, at a goddamn <laughs> Peter joke before. That, that, no, that I mean, got like, me. I've also me. just got to give like my review of like the ads at the start. They showed the same ad three times, and then they're like, we're trusted and local, just like you are, and it's like, Okay. Well, we're not local. Okay. <laughs> like, don't, okay. We're not Listen. Here. Okay. And Ken Ken Jong needs a new agent. He was in this. He was in Transformers: Dark of the Moon. He was in uh, goddamn uh, boss level. The dude needs a new agent, man. He's funny. <laughs> He's talented. Give him better stuff. Yeah. That was just my message. Should we get out of the alley now? Yes. No, I'll take a selfie. <laughs> yeah, we do need to take the selfie. Oh though. yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, hang on. Let me no, just... this one. No, this one's with Liam and Liam. Yes. <laughs> Alright, um. I, um, I, before going to see this movie, I just, like, as a joke, I said, like, five stars, Tom and Jerry on Letterboxd, which is, like, this is the best versus movie of 2021, and one of the VFX crew guys actually liked that tweet, put it, shared it on Twitter, and, like, other people that, like, worked on the movie just liked that tweet as well, and then I, and then I was making a joke on my, uh, my Twitter account, like, this should be HBO Max's new header, and it's just Tom and Jerry on the Godzilla vs. Kong, like, yes. like, ship, you know, from that scene. And that got over 700 likes, most of that from the crew of Tom and Jerry. That's you know? Good. And I would just like you to know that you guys did great. I actually really enjoyed it. Have a good day. Yeah. Um. I suddenly started liking it. I know, that's the weirdest part. Yeah, like, you, you're dude, just what? like, dude. oh, okay, I don't see what's bad about it. Dude. But the thing is, is that you, you're acting like, oh, this is good. Instead, when you think about it, Dude. there's nothing good about the it. The worst thing in the movie happened the f- happened in the first few seconds, which was the pigeon oh, rapping. No. And, then, like... and then at that point, it just kind of fades out, you know? That's when you I got, knew the You got the worst part bad. done off the bat, and then you're just yeah. kind of good. Are we going down that way? Oh, yeah, we are. I feel like a man of people. Mm. Like, I knew the movie would be bad when there's, like... The bird was singing at the start, and it happened three times. I counted the bird singing, and now the bird singing. It was the there is a pigeon over there. Was the director, by the way. Was it? Yeah. 
there's a pigeon over there and I want to murder that pigeon because of that. Yeah, that. everyone wants to murder the pigeon, you know? Yeah. Like every single review I've seen, it's, it's like giving I me kill like, the pigeon. It's like giving me like a feeling like an awakening, like there's a pigeon, I need to kill it. Like <laughs> it's a rapping pigeon. You know? Honestly. I'm pretty sure Tom won that fight, but I mean Yeah, like Team Tom forever. And, yeah. like, there was, like, this girl, and I was like, oh, she's just, like, some random side character. But she's, like, the main character, like, more main than Tom and Jerry. And I was like, oh, is she, like, the bad guy? But she's on the same team as Tom. Yeah, there is no bad guy. guy, except for, like, Michael Penner. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that's, that's true. I forgot his name. I'm just going to call he him He looks Michael like a Pedro. So, uh, I think it was, like, Terrence or something. But, like, in my head, he's, he just looks like a Pedro. So, no, I'm referring uh, to him as Pedro I, I, throughout I'm, this podcast. I'm, I'm a sucker for that Joker joker at the start. Yeah. But like, I got the droopy dog. Oh my god, that's actually kind of genius. And then you have him locked up in the end, and you don't know what he did. That is actually kind of genius. Yeah, like, look, he looks like a Pedro to me, so I'm just going to call him Pedro. Dude, dude, look at it. Like, one of my favorite jerks of the entire... My favorite jerk of the entire movie was actually something kind of genius. Yeah. Where at the start... Do you remember that, like, jerker parody at the start with that droopy dog? Oh, yeah. And then later in the movie, you see him locked up in animal control, chained up and stuff, and you don't know what he did. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just gonna want to say it. I think he might have killed someone. <laughs> he might have killed several people. <laughs> like this changes a bit of my opinions on who Jerry is as an actual person. Yeah, that's like, why we're always... team Tom. Yeah, Team Tom for life, man. You're you're always thinking, oh, Tom, that little bastard, he's gonna try and kill Jerry again, and I'm like, dude, what the heck? Dude, like, Jerry, but now, Jerry... and then Jerry's like, oh hell no, I'm hey, gonna start hey, this funny. fight. Guys. Goodbye, keyboard. Dude, dude, Jerry just straight up bullied Tom throughout the entire yeah. movie. Yeah, that's why we're Team Tom because yeah, team Jerry is the villain. Tom won in the end. Jerry is the villain. Yeah, Jerry's the villain in the movie. Yeah. But then they all. But then they all like work together. Hang on, why, look. Godzilla look at the Kong. shopping trolleys just in the, in the. Let me just take a photo of this. Like, there is like trolleys. In the. Look, there's another trolley over there. I'm taking a picture of them because that's just. That's weird, alright. One minute of silence for the trolleys. I'll just edit the silence in as we as we do it. Like, edit silence. I'll edit the silence in, and we'll just keep going. Ten minutes of silence. Yes. Alright, just walk through. Should we just wait here? Yeah. Uh, next yeah. to the trolleys. I'm gonna wait next to the trolleys. I love this. You know, I love this aesthetic. It's like I'm at yes. the beach. Now we're at Macca's. Alright. What I wouldn't give to live near the beach. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we live like 180 k's from the nearest beach, I think. Yeah, I guess. But like Queensland, you know, beachside. You know what I'm saying? You live in Queensland. Why do you Why do you still have your phone out? You're not recording, are you? I am recording. Wait, really? Yeah, we're, we're giving our movie review. You'd probably stop recording by now, wouldn't you? Like. No. Shouldn't we? Um, we're waiting. What for? All right. Lastly. What are we waiting? Out of ten, Liam, what's this movie? Lucas, what are we waiting? Oh. This one's hard. Give it a percentage rating. Alright, so, to be honest, as, like, a film that you have low expectations for, a 54%, as an actual movie, probably, like, a 32. 32%. 
Uh, maybe. Liam, what are you giving it? 69.42. Nice. Ryan, what are you giving it? <laughs> um, listen, as as a movie, when I'm watching Sober, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. But as a drunk movie, I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. Right. I'll give it 64%. All right, so now that you've listened to what we said a few hours ago, now it's time for our, like, movie review. Um, I feel like we'll, maybe we'll go through the plot a bit more, like, a bit more, but I don't know. So, um... I had super low expectations going through into this movie. Um, what about you? What What were your expectations? I just hear silence. Like you just like, yeah. That, that that's your expectations. I can't believe that one of the main characters was named Dude Bro. <laughs> what, Mister Dude Bro? Oh my god. Yeah, that's his name. It was name. His name was Mister Dude Bro. Was it? I thought it was like Dude Bro. Let's check the plot summary. Let's see what it says. I thought. I swear it was like Dude Bro. No, it was dude, bro. Was it? Let's let's check. I am to be. Uh, oh, not the nineteen ninety two Tom and Jerry movie. Uh, oh, it's just giving me the plot summary for the nineteen ninety two Tom and Jerry movie. So basically, there is a um. So like the Tom and Jerry weren't really the main characters in this film. It was um. The, um, what was her name again? Like, Caitlin or something? What was her name? Um, Kayla. Kayla, that's the one. We literally just saw the movie, my dude. I know, we saw it, like, dude. how long ago? Like, I think we were probably in the cinemas, like, like, five hours ago, maybe? We saw the movie, um. Dude, in the end, at the end, see? Look, we got the Team Tom stuff, and then we got the Team Jerry stuff. Yeah. You know, and they're all doing everything, their cheese and their um their ring and then the Tom stuff with the piano and all that and the gangs and his gang life and then they're fighting over this hotel and then Yeah. They all team up to work together to defeat these random couple's marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so what what happens is like there's a girl who like what happens is she goes into like a hotel for some reason. I don't know why she goes into the hotel. I don't remember. And there's some lady getting a job interview. She's like, she like starts making small talk with her. She's like, oh, you've got a suitcase. You're staying at the hotel, or whatever. And she's like, oh, no, I'm actually getting a job, darling. And like, she's a, a British lady, and she's like, I bet they wouldn't hire people like you. And I don't even know what that accent is. I'm gonna stop that. <laughs> You're just staring at me like, it's like. So angry that I tried doing it, that I attempted that. I'm so I tired. Wanna, I had to wake up dude, at 8 a.m. this morning to watch the Tom and Jerry movie, so I'm really tired. Dude, how? This is a movie I have no plan on like rewatching at all. You know? No, me neither. Unless I decide, that? like, unless I someday decide to re-listen to this podcast and I go, oh, I'll just watch that movie again, like in five years' time. That's it. That is it. Like that. That. That's the only time I I can. Picture myself listening to this film again. Like 2003, you know, alongside like cats and dogs and yeah. Marmaduke and Scooby Doo and Hop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was weird because it was live action, but like all the animals were um, like animated, like cartoon things, but they weren't like fully cartoon things. There was sort of, there was like a bit of like CGI feel, but not really. It was, it was quite weird. 
Um, so basically, she like steals this British lady's resume and gets a job at the hotel as like a temporary job. And there's this dude, I keep forgetting his name, but he looks like a Pedro, so we're just going to call him Pedro, um, who also works there. Uh, no, it was it was Michael Penner. So um, Michael Penner plays Pedro. The fish joke, the fish joke made me laugh, yeah, like, you know? Some jokes just do, you know, at some point in the movie, just like jokes make you laugh. I know. And you know, and it's written by one. It's so weird how like, all of like the humor in this film that we found funny, no one else found funny, and it was just us laughing. And then all the Tom and Jerry chasing each other, everyone in the cinema found funny, but we didn't find funny. We're just sitting there like, when does this end? No, I was living in the exhilaration because those things are actually really well done. You know, the speed and the excitement. Yeah, it, you know? it happened too much. Like it, it just carried on. It dragged on. Most of it was just about Chloe Grace Moretz doing her thing. You know. Okay. That's fine, uh, but you know, I like seeing some ridiculous-looking yeah. action. Anyways, but I mean, you know, you're a Christian now because of this movie. So this this movie is a powerful film. I, you know, I I have way more fun than I was expecting. You know, same, it's just same. an overall like fun time. You know, God forbid, I guess. I d- honestly do not regret. Do not regret a single thing about the random things that, that Pedro yeah. like whispers to himself, and I was I was just like found myself laughing. Like no, like not even like the other adults in this cinema were laughing. But look, I have to get it over. Like I was already thinking, like the whole movie, I was thinking, oh, what will I say on the podcast and all that. But I was even thinking that, like, did do you have that? Did you have that feeling when watching the movie, thinking what you'd say on the podcast for that certain scene? Um, I. Th- I've only started thinking about what I was going to say on the podcast the second Craig joined. <laughs> I was thinking about, like, what I'd say on the podcast about this scene, like, in the cinema. But I found myself thinking that during, like, the ads at the start. And I was, like, getting, like, all right, I'm going to give my review of this ad and this ad and this ad and this ad. And one ad was really weird because, like, the ad kept on – it was, like, an energy company. And they kept on going about how, like, Australian-owned and operated and they're local and they're Australian. But the dude had a New Zealand accent. I was like, hang on, so he's talking about how Australian he is, yet he's a New Zealander. I found that just, that was just weird. Um, and there was also another thing, I was like, local and trusted, just like you are. And it's like, uh, none of us were born in Bendigo. And clearly we can't be trusted because we're doing a review of the Tom and Jerry movie. I would not trust people who are doing like, locking themselves in their bedrooms and doing reviews of the Tom and Jerry movie. Dude. <sighs> Tom won. Yes, that he was that was four. good. Tom won, and like, I can't be happier. Mm-hmm. Victory, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways, so is there any that you think one film does better than the other, or just like which one do you prefer, Godzilla vs Kong or Tom and Jerry? Well, the thing in Tom Tom and Jerry is they were very up Tom. Tom won. Tom won. Like not with like Godzilla vs Kong, where oh they actually like no one wins. They team up. Tom and Jerry team up, and then they go back to not being a like a team, but Tom wins. Like, yeah, last, we, last, last we see them, they're running off screen, and then Tom's got himself like a, like either a chainsaw or a baseball bat or something. And then boom, yeah. credits roll. Oh, we, so, we have to address the, um, the crazy chef. Oh, it's great. I loved that guy. He was great. Like, throughout yeah. the, like, no, so when she gets a job at the hotel, for some reason, really weird reason pedro is like walking her around giving her a tour of the hotel and it's like she's a temporary role are you giving her a tour of the hotel you do this 
to like the hundreds of people who are working in this hotel? Did you give them all tours of the hotel and their permanent staff? She's meant to be working there for like the weekend and you're going to give her a full on tour. And then, and there was so much stuff. Like I rolled my eyes. Dude, this probably won't be in the podcast, but I need you to watch the video link I just sent. Because yep. Ken Jong is such a talented dude, and I just really want you to watch this. Hang on a second. Um, all right, so I'm going to watch this video. It's just like, there's an ad. I'm not going to buy Grammarly, okay? Just, right there we go. Okay, I'm not leaving that in the show notes. Just no. Um, that was weird. yeah. So when 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 these, when Pedro is giving um Kayla a tour of the hotel, there's like don't just ignore the topic at hand, my dude. Don't just completely overlook yeah. it. What do you think? What do you think of my man Ken Jong's best work? That was great. That dude, the dude's so talented. Yeah, he, he is. Talented. What is he doing just working like this? He needs a better agent. He works as a bartender yeah. in his latest film. Like, bro, don't do that. You got talent. Become a lead. He's in the kitchen, and he's, like, screaming at everyone, like, oh, cook cook your food, um, because there's, like, a world-class hotel like, food inspector staying here, and I don't want things, like, bad and all that. And he's, like, yelling at someone he's like screaming at someone like full-on gordon ramsay except because it's a g-rated movie not full-on gordon ramsay um and um pedro's like to kayla oh let's just walk out there and then they're going through the 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 lobby and there's some girl who works in the lobby and he's like oh that's joy I'm, i swear she was raised by a pack of wolves <laughs> which i found that funny and i i found myself laughing but no one else found that funny like dude it's such it's such a dumb fun movie it feels i was watching it thinking this is probably a movie that i'd make you know you asked me to make a live action animated tom and jerry movie this is what i deliver you know i think my uh, that is that is like that should be a martin struggle productions movie i think my favorite scene was when uh michael penna just straight up had a mental breakdown inside a inside a tornado yes. of animal fighting he's so like, like the mouse twice in this movie Twice in this movie, the Deathly Hallows are summoned. First, like, they're playing pianos, and, like, all these animals are together, and it summons, like, the Deathly Hallows in the in the hotel, and, like, the whole lobby is destroyed, and that's when Michael Penner gets fired. Then again at the wedding, we see the Deathly Hallows again. This time, Michael Penner is walking towards it, just like Voldemort did when he was walking towards the Deathly Hallows. So, you know, there's some, there's some clear correlations between Tom and Jerry and Harry Potter. I'm just going to put that out there, like... So overall, which movie do you prefer? Do you prefer Godzilla vs. Kong or do you prefer Tom and Jerry? Depends. Like, like I feel like I'd really need to sit down and think about that. You know, um, I feel like I had much higher. I had high expectations for Godzilla vs. Kong, and it wasn't like Godzilla vs. Kong was better. But like, I had very high expectations for that movie, and it wasn't like as high as I thought. And for Tom and Jerry. 
I said, I signed the cross at the start of the film. My expectations were so low. It was actually an all right film. So I feel like looking back, Tom and Jerry was better, but like actually it was Godzilla versus Kong was better. So that's like, you know, I mean, it's it's a hard one. Godzilla versus Kong doesn't have the director being a rapping pigeon. So I'm going to have to give Godzilla versus Kong (laughs) the win here. Do the rapping pigeon. I want it. I hate the rapping pigeon. Same. Dude, once the rapping pigeon is done, then the entire movie just never reaches that kind of low quality, you know? It reached the bottom. And, and like, at the start of the film, like, there's the the rapping pigeon, and I was, like, my hands were already, like, in my face, and I was just, like... The amount of times I felt like in the movie, sticking both my hands in my face and going... You did that! The film. You did that several times. But, like, I didn't actually do it out loud. I, like, I just, like, stuck my hands in my face and went... <laughs> but I didn't go... <laughs> Dude, what was that one scene you did in that I was genuinely having a good time and I turn around and I just see you going, like... <laughs> Dude, was, I'm pretty certain it was... <laughs> I, I feel like it was the wedding scene. The movie was so bad that I like I like it because it's that bad. I just like it, you know. Just the amount of times like you would like see me just like my hands in my face and me just like going. Ugh. One point I laughed, but do you remember in the last episode when you said you proposed with a cheese on, and I started laughing in like despair and like shame? I was laughing like that. I was like, oh, 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 oh. like crying, crying. Laughing. Just so we're clear, what do you prefer, me proposing? Tom and Jerry movie. Like, at one point, you know, like when like you are punched in the stomach and you start laughing in pain. That kind of feeling I was having. Some parts of the film, it really did feel like I was punched in the stomach. Wait, are you trying to tell me you were in physical pain when watching the Tom and Jerry movie? Yes, this movie. At one point, I was. Like, I want, like, during when the second time the Deathly Hallows are summoned, I was laughing because it was funny and because it was, like, so cringy. The, the chef has been smashing up the cake, and Pedro or Michael Penner, or I think his name was Terence, actually, is walking towards the Deathly Hallows of these elephant things and Tom and Jerry and a tiger and some dog thing. He's walking towards, like, Voldemort. I was just, oh, I, was just, I couldn't take it by then. That's when things just got, you know, horrible. Um, but I mean, it was actually an alright movie. It actually was. It just, I'm glad it was the kind of movie where it was bad, but you could still have fun with it, you know? As long as it was fun, you know? The amount of, like, yeah. times when um Michael Penner would, like, say stuff. Like, during the job interview, like, towards the start of the movie, um, you know, there's the goldfish, and he's like, oh, that must be the head of aquatics. And he's like, the goldfish, it doesn't have a job. What was that accent? I'm just, just make sure I never do accents again on this podcast, please, please. Um, just, anyway, so he's saying it's a goldfish. It, it doesn't have a job. Why would it have a job? And he, then he's like, at one point, he's like, I am the events manager. And he says like some remark I don't remember. And I found it funny. Um, and oh, one scene just when she's, when he's giving the, t- the tour of the, the hotel, like, you know, it's been home. This hotel has been it's been owned to four president, not home, but like residents to like a bunch of important people. He's like queen and some popes, some kings and presidents, and Drake. Like just like fully. Yeah, this is the Drake's first time in the deal. film. We're like fifteen minutes in. I just face palmed like so hard that he's like, like I do not care. 
that Drake has stayed in your hotel. I've never listened to a song by that guy. I think he's that guy in those memes. That's all I know. Like the yes, no meme or whatever. That's all I know him as. So, and there was like a couple of scenes where people would, people would make comments like this and just my reaction. There's another, no, um, there's the, I, oh, we haven't even talked about the, there's the champagne guy. Like always pouring champagne for people. And they're talking about his shoes. And whoever wrote this script was like an older person who tried to understand the younger generation, but didn't because he's like, um, but they're talking to each other about shoes. And he's like, sorry to interrupt your Ted talk. And it's like, he ever, whoever wrote the script, have they ever watched a Ted talk before? They're talking to each other about shoes. That's not a Ted talk. There's another scene where there's like the two famous people. I have nobody idea what they're famous for. Like I'm just going through their scenes, which were meant to be, they were just bad. The, but there's the famous people, which is like, oh my god, I follow you guys on Instagram, and I love what you're up to, and I love what you're doing. It's like, I mentioned that you use Instagram in front of you, like, you no, know, dude, like, just oh my god. And there's, there's another scene, um, the scene. Uh, I'm trying to, I can't remember it now. Um, oh yeah, he's like, um. Oh, I, I, I understand now. You, um, Pedro says this to um, Irish, like, I understand now. You're one of those um, you're one of those millennials that like to get free shipping with everything. And she's like, I love this comeback. Like, Doesn't everyone like to get free shipping with everything? I 100% agree with that. Like, unlikes free shipping. Who, who actually wrote the script to this? Um, you've already memorized the entire movie. Know. Huh? Turns out that was wrong. Turns out when. Tom and Jerry are hanging out. Those aren't actual selfies they took. They were fake, which is a shame because if we followed the Tom and Jerry account, it's coming to DVD soon. You should get it. We'll do a commentary track. Just kidding. We will not fulfill that promise at all. Okay, don't ask us to. You know? No, but just the one thing. Apparently, it's the seventh highest grossing film of 2021. So only April. So, right. So, who was it? Five films. Kevin Costello. Um, so, whoever wrote this, oh my god, it was just it was a bit weird, to be honest, I just gotta say. Um, uh, when I Google him, it just comes up with the Irish mathematician, hang on. We don't want the Irish mathematician, we want the screenwriter. Screenwriter, here we go. Oh, he, he actually doesn't really look that old. Um, I, I expected that he would be, but no. So, clearly, he there was some parts of the younger generation. He, this guy's never seen a TED Talk before, judging by... The lines where she's like, "Oh, like, sorry to interrupt your TED talk." Just, oh my god, I will, I will never get over that scene. I really never will. The amount of champagne in this movie is starting to make me think that everyone but worked on it was incredibly drunk. You know, this movie is rated G. Um, that surprised me actually. Like, for, I would have given it a PG. This, this movie is rated G. Dairy. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- I should have known, like. I knew things were bad when we walked into the cinema and we were like oldest people there who weren't parents, except for these like two like elderly people who, when we, when we sat in our seats, they were the right seats. And then some lady told us that we weren't in the right seats, even though the cinema was practically empty. Come on. Like, why is it a problem? It's like the, why do they even still assign seats? What? Cinemas. The amount of your body is about, on is on is like making me go up the level of best theater experiences, which will tie that back to episode one. Okay. How often? When was the last time you listened to episode one? Uh, like a week ago, maybe a couple days. I don't know. 
I don't. I, I don't I can't know. Listen. I can't. Listen. Ryan just disconnected. Okay. Um. Weird. That's weird. Let's say I go to the store to buy some milk. Okay. I come back from the. What store. are you explaining? You 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 know you disconnected, right? I I accidentally clicked on my clicked on map like location, and now that I will never know where to find the milk that I am now talking about. But you know, listen. So I'm so let's say hypothetically, for the sake of the argument, I go to the store to buy some milk. Okay, and then I go home. I I use the milk. I just enjoy the milk, and then I make some cake. You know, do whatever. You know, plot of Lucas versus Ryan, which is a movie that is this podcast. Yes, it'll released in audio only. Yes, that sounds really fun. Let's the Moten Threadgold audio cinematic universe. Uh so listen. How are you? Sorry, how listen. are you actually able to listen to the first episode though? Like, I I tried listening to it and I couldn't stop cringing. Dude, so everyone cringes. I'm sure. Sure, in 20 years' time, I'll be listening to what I'm saying right now and cringing so hard. Future Lucas, like I know, 30 year old Lucas, if you're listening to this, feel your pain. I really do. I know you just hate me right now, and I'm just I'm just dragging on, and you probably feel like killing yourself because I'm. I you probably hate listening to your past self. I got dark. <laughs> I got dark. Like- just like this movie did. This movie did get dark at points. I gotta say, hopefully I don't get cancelled for saying that. You're gonna get torn dude. That's messed up. It's, uh, so, anyways, I go to the store, buy some milk. Um, I come back, and then I go to sleep. And then I wake up the next morning. I'm gonna forget everything about the milk, everything related to it, and everyone that has ever been involved with the milk. Among <laughs> several other things. But then... So you keep s- drinking the milk again. Then I see the milk, and then I'll just boom! Everything will come back to me, you know? That's what random garbage of embarrassing things I've done hanged up on my walls around here. Yeah. I remember, you know? Because I remember all the cool stuff because I haven't got anything hanged up on my wall like that. I've got photos of friends that hate me. I got photo. I got a poster for a production that I'm not very good in. Um, I got, I got a movie I don't like. A dumb hair. I used to have an embarrassing photo. I've got all that here. I've got all, all the, the cool stuff. See, there's an embarrassing photo of me with a jetpack. Uh, some old art I did that I regret immensely. And I don't have any of the cool stuff. And that's why I don't remember anything cool I did. It's like back in year, back in year six camp, I was talking to some of like, not like the low lives, but I mean, I don't want to be rude, but, they, but they're not on my level. But... They, uh, they're like, dude, you inspired me the way when you did this back when you were like eight. And like, I don't remember that because I haven't got it hanged up on my wall. <laughs> no, but the, that, that production poster from like your primary school, every single episode you talk about it and I have to cut it out because you, you talked about it like in episode two, you talked about it in episode three and I think you talked about it in episode five and six. This is episode seven, I think. Dude, the poster is more of a reoccurring character than Sam. <laughs> this has just become like a podcast where we like roast Sam because he was only here for one episode. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, we love you, Sam. Please come back. 
you're a legend. Please, please join us for our for our like next milestone episode. Probably won't be too long away. You know, at the at the rate we're we're making them. I made a chart of how often we um. Um, I'll I'll post it in chat and I'll leave a link in the show notes. Not how often, but it's like a table of um a table of all the episodes that we've made and um their release date and their length so we've made six episodes if you we've we've got a total of three hours and 40 minutes of audio like across all of those six episodes um the second episode is the shortest because i lost half of the audio by accident and so it's only like half an episode really the whole like you talked about this is something that i want you to talk about again Talked about it in episode two, but it got lost. Why you have the Muppets movie on DVD? Muppets just got lost. The Muppet Treasure Island on DVD. It's not my. Oh yeah, I bought a back in like when I was ten or something. I bought a Muppets Treasure Island DVD. You know, because why not the Muppets? Sure. Um, but when we bought it, you know how back at stores, you know they have, you know how they have that lock thing where you scroll a pass and then boom, it's unlocked and it's cool, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, we forgot to do that. We just did an automatic like cash <laughs> check-in. You know? We got out and we just have this lost copy of Muppet Treasure Island. The hammer. Did you get it from Kmart? Did you get it from the Kmart in? Kangaroo I got it from Flat? the supermarket. Like the same way I get all my oh. inc- incredible collectibles. You get DVDs from the supermarket. Came, yeah. The Kmart and Kangaroo Flat is the only place that I've seen that has like those locks on the DVDs. I've seen DVDs in the supermarket, but like, I get what what I get DVDs either like online or at JB Hi-Fi. Maybe at remember Video Easy. Remember that? It's, they didn't even bother try to remove the sign for Video Easy. They just took away the letters. I know the sign for Video Easy. The sign is still there, and Video Easy's been out of business for how long? Like. Five years, I think, they went out of business. Oh, my God. I feel so, like, I'm only 15, and I feel so old talking about, like, DVDs. All right. They went defunct this year, but in our town, they, I feel like it was 2016 when they got rid of it because of streaming services made it that Video Easy became, like, you know, people either bought DVDs or not. Yeah, I think it was they got they got rid of all the stores, but they still had, like, those vending machines. But they used to be in Bendigo. They used to be uh, like near Marketplace, the, the giant market for people that aren't from Bendigo. And then like across the corner, there was giant Video Easy, which is now a vacuum cleaner store because they moved down the street and went out of business. But back in the day, we used to rent DVDs. <laughs> back in back in the early 2010s. <laughs> God, I feel old. We rented DVDs and bought them from Video Easy. Then the Video Easy moved. And then there was only the Video Easy in... Is it in Flora Hill or is it in Kennington? I don't even know. Hang on. I, I got to check the map. Was it... Where was where was it? Was it Flora Hill or Kennington where the other Video Easy was? Oh, yeah. It was It was near the roundabout. Yeah. Near the six the six-way roundabout. This, and it just crashed into the Video Easy. And they're like, hello, would you like to try the Winter Soldier? That, that giant roundabout is half in Flora Hill, half in Kennington. So I was kind of right. <laughs> That's weird. The roundabout... What? No, but it's like, it's not half in Flora Hill and half in Kennington. It's like 90% of that roundabout is in Flora Hill. And then like the tiniest bit is in Kennington. But the video easy is in Flora Hill. Let me post in chat, like the picture of like the border. It's so weird. Whatever member of the council must have been drunk when drawing this border because it's like, it's not perfect. And it's like enough to give someone OCD. Dude. Anyway, video easy used to be a thing. Now it's not a thing. 
I'm pretty sure I've seen more blockbusters than video easies now. I don't know how that happened. I know. Uh, no, no. Didn't um blockbuster buy video easy? I feel like that's actually what happened though. I don't know. Blockbuster doesn't sound like it has money. Oh no, bl- no. Video Easy bought the Australian um, branch of Blockbuster. Apparently, there's one remaining location of Blockbuster. I saw just like this store just has a random. It used to be Blockbuster, but then they changed it. But they still wanted to keep the Blockbusters thing up there, so they just yeah. kept it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, um, there is one Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. I'll go there with you if you want. We'll buy, um, we'll buy something cool. Yes, we'll go. We'll go to the last Blockbuster. We'll make we'll make that an episode. Hopefully, they don't shut down that blockbuster before we're able to go and go to the last blockbuster. That, that that'll become like a pilgrimage site for the like listeners of this podcast to go to the Ben blockbuster. And what were we talking about? Yeah, DVDs. So, just like I'm the kind of person I prefer DVDs over streaming services. Hmm. I feel like I might have mentioned that in the second episode, but like there's satisfaction from actually owning the film. I like that. I I, I own the film. It's not just the thing franchise I really like is Avatar The Last Airbender, and they're going to release a film, but I don't think they're going to do it on DVD. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Like, I don't have... I've, I feel like we've touched on this before. Like, I don't really have a favorite movie. I have a least favorite movie, and that's it. Find your favorite movie. I think that'd be pretty cool. Let's just just, just for, the, for the meme, my favorite movie is the Tom and Jerry movie. The meme. For the joke of it. Team Tom. Yeah, I used to be Team Jerry, but then the little rat... <laughs> Little weasel. Little yeah, Tom. then you realized. Mm. Tom is a Chad. Tom is an of the people. Yes. Jerry is a. I've got so many tabs open from like just talking about stuff on this um on on the podcast. Jesus Christ. Mm. Um. All right. Let me just shut all that down. So, like the the video easy. Like, did, did you did your family go to video easy a lot? Um. Yeah. We used we used to. But... We used to. Yeah, when we lived, when we when we lived in Quarry Hill, we went to Video Easy a lot because it wasn't that far away. But when we moved out here, we didn't really. What about you? I used I used to go there every Friday, but I mean, it got too much for us, and we just kind of you know, kind of drew away. Yes, yeah, same for us. So like, because because like for people that don't know, Ryan and I used to live like across the street from each other. Um. Yeah, like when you Google the, the video easy in Bendigo, because there was two of them. One of them, there was a crime scene, and there's a guy on the security camera from the crime scene who was like, my primary school teacher's husband is just there on the security camera. From, and it was like, it made like national news that some dude robbed a video easy in Bendigo, the one in Florida, which is weird. Um, you know, they for some reason, it, it made national news that the video easy in Florida Hill was robbed. And and um and like they showed the security footage and my teacher's husband is just there which you know is funny dude small world eh small world after all life is just an endless loop about dvds you know the dvd cycle DVDs swinging circles don't you have um legend of the Liams on dvd do you still have it on dvd it's got the random stuff on i got everything on dvd except for the stuff i want I think I gave you Legend Liam's two on DVD as well. Do you, do you have that on DVD? Please tell me you still have it. Yeah, I do. I, d- I don't have it on DVD. I think I uploaded. I lo- uploaded the first um the first film to YouTube, but it's unlisted. I I never actually got around to doing the other two. Should do the other two. One thing, because I'm thinking the original trilogy. We should just reshoot it because they're kind of bad. 
opportunities. And I'm only saying that because they're once in a lifetime opportunities. And I'm only saying that because I'm never going to do it ever again. <laughs> yeah, so they released the, the new Legend of Liam's, new sh- the new film, Bridge. the remake. That's it. Make just continue on from the old franchise. Hashtag restore the Liam verse. For the- <laughs> actually, we've we've never Lucas, we've never explained what Legend of the Liam's is. Oh, I know we talk about it. So, like when we were like eleven or twelve, we we both have siblings named Liam, and so we just like got together and we made a movie. And we made a like a twenty minutes movie, which was entirely unscripted. And just random scenes put together <laughs> with like no camera work, no anything of just two Liams just walking around doing basically nothing, just like talking to like stupid, cringy young versions of ourselves. And I was almost stabbed with a trident. Yeah. <laughs> so the what the premise is like they they live there's two nine year olds and they live in a rented apartment and one of them takes a dump. The toilet stops working, and the toilet dudes like refuse to fix their toilet. So they stormed like the toilet company, and like they like it was our greenhouse. It was our old greenhouse because our greenhouse was destroyed in a storm a few months later. The whole thing, like the thing, just like collapsed. The thing collapsed. We had to build a new one because Dad built the greenhouse, but he didn't do it right, and so many like things were like, not tied in properly. So the thing just like broke in like a in a storm. What happened? Like it was windy, so we we could tell what happened was um, the wind probably got like knocked all the windows in, caught the greenhouse, moved it up, and then it like fell. Like there was like a crash in the middle of the night. So clearly, what happened was it like the th- thing lifted up and just sort of like fell instantly. And like when we were filming that, I was worried so much because there's a random ladder in the thing, and I was so worried that when you were like fighting in the thing, one of you was going to like knock the ladder over and the whole thing would topple. Because it was like built like so dodgily, ladder probably would have toppled the whole thing, and we would have been screwed. Mm. Uh, so after we made Legend of the Liams for like an hour or two, you know, whenever we would get together, we would always just. I think it took, a th- I think it took about four hours. We yeah, shot the whole f- thing in four hours, I believe. Yeah, I think that was because of our lack of our our lack of effort, you know. Yeah. But um, that was mostly yeah, that was Legend of the Liams, and then. Lucas came over to our house. A few months later. A few months later, Lucas came over to our house and he's like, you know what? Let's do Legend of the Liam's no. 2. But what happened was we started filming Legend of the Liam's 2 at my house like a few, like maybe a month and a half later. I was like, Legend of the Liam's 2, guys. We started filming it. We started like going down because like we live on like a block of land. But back then my brother was like really scared of kangaroos and he was worried that we we're going to run into like a kangaroo there. So we had to stop filming. That was sort of the end of it. And you continue, like, we went to your house. Yeah, then we, then you guys went to our house, and then Lucas is like, you know what, let's finish doing Legend of the Liam's 2, and I'm like, I don't want any part of this, but I will take the director claim. <laughs> yeah, and, and also f- f- filming something unfinished. And there was two films, and it was like, well, we have the to do The second one's way better than so... the first. I'm not even, like, um, just like... In, in my opinion, the second one is the best one. Nah, you know, that's fair. Even though, like, I hate that I appear in it. Even though I appear in it. Actually, in my opinion, the the prequel it was the best one, but and then the third one we started filming at like next year or like no, it was the same year. A few months later, it was uh, April, like a party at my house or whatever. So, um, because like my it was my dad's birthday, and so we went to my room and we filmed some scenes. 
then it, we sort of stopped. Then we went to the cinemas a few months later. God, this was like almost two years ago now. And um, we finished filming it sort of... There's a scene where we're walking through the same alley where I just realized that we walked. There was a scene shot in the same alley that we were recording. Back. That we were recording these like things in. I didn't realize that until now. Yes. yes. Let's go. That's, that's actually awesome. I, I completely forgot about that. Dude. Oh man. And then we made the third movie, which was barely enough light. It you wasn't know, really that good. Yeah, like, yeah. like I like it. It got way too ridiculous. There was a satanic ritual <laughs> trying to summon a beast. I and know, like, like the first one was just him trying to fix a toilet, and then somehow for the second one they yeah. just kill a guy. <laughs> yeah, brutally. There's a scene like the camera, the camera pans away, and in the corner you can just see the two lambs just stomping a guy to death, and it's really scary. Actually, I know it's really messed I up. Why? Like, Why? What did he do? In the third one. In the third one, the villain from the first one and the villain from the second one team up against, <gasps> and they try and like summon like a demon and make the world like drain of it of all of its color. It, what happens there is was basically no color in the third, at around the end of the movie, you know, just green okay. and static. Yeah. And there's, I know, there's so much static, and um, so what happens is. I am um, I am killed in like a kung fu battle, like I have a cough attack because like well I had a cough attack in the second movie and that's how they defeated me and I wasn't I wasn't faking that what happened was like he was flicking a stick at me and I was breathing and I breathed in like some like dirt that was on the stick and he flicked it right into my throat and I started choking on the dirt <laughs> and and that's why I'm actually having a cough attack in the in the end of Legends too because he flicked dirt onto me. Dude, that these no. these movies are incredibly dangerous. No. We put our lives what happened we put is, our lives on the line for this. I know. And then in the the third one, like they defeat you, you sort of like run off and you run off like a cliff. You're like, ah, oh, no, this is a bad, terrible idea. But the thing was, though, Dude. I thought you weren't faking it. I thought you actually ran off the cliff and was screaming that it was a bad idea. Because it wasn't a cliff, but because it was nighttime, it really does look like a cliff, even though it's sort of a ledge and it's. I if, a if bit we don't steep. make a legend of Williams for five and six, then it's implied that no. the man just basically was like, "I will return," and then ran off a cliff and died. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, because he was like, "It <laughs> was like you haven't seen the last of me." What we did is we then went. We made a prequel explaining how they met, which is Jesus. Okay, they Talk look way off. older. <laughs> I know they look older because it was like filmed two years later. In the fir- after the first one, but what happens is one a film, the backstory film. And I'm just gonna go turn my light on real quick because it's starting to get dark in my room. Hang on, oh, tripped over a cable. Hang on, all right, just speak to the listeners for a second. I can hear. You. Can hear. You. All right. Can you hear me now? Hear me. I'm speaking to myself. Hang on. Let me change the settings. Can you hear me? Yep. All good. So what happens was we made the prequel explaining how they met each other and all that. Oh, we forgot. To, we forgot to tell you, but the, to tell you, but the third movie ends with like gameplay footage of plane. Yeah. So they what happened was they they were trying to um 
they were trying to like fly to Melbourne because what like in the thing Ryan's brother is like a Fanta fanatic, and there's a cliffhanger at the end of the second one where it turns out that um, Ryan's brother Liam bought all of the Fanta in in the fictional country of Montana, and so they decide to fly to Melbourne and buy some Fanta there. But what happens was they miss their flight because they're trying to stop these criminals. But it, and they turn on the TV and there's air crash investigations and it's for the flight that they missed. And like, why the fact that they have an entire air crash investigations episode night of the plane crash, even though, even though, like, it takes like months just to do the investigations, and then they've got to like, like the show, and they've got to produce it, and they normally do it like twenty years after the crash, but I don't know. And it was like horribly, and it drags on forever, and it's just my voice, how I used to sound back then. The plane crashes. It's like a brutal crash when, like, like the propellers of the plane explode off. The plane starts flying in circles. Then, like, the back part of the plane sort of like tears off, and the the plane is like spinning, and everyone dies because the plane is spinning, and they're like, I guess they're like, into death on the inside of the plane because it's spinning so viciously. And then, like, the plane explodes as it's like crashing down. Uh, What? Why did it explode again? Why? Because of like, because what happened was like the emergency rafts um explode into the um they like sort of like wait they, so that they, they just happened they to be sort of like exploded, you know. Then the engines were like used to be made out of machine guns or something because it was like a really dodgily built plane and like the whole thing sort of just explodes as it's coming down. Like it would be a horrible crash to die in. Um, so that's how that movie ends. <laughs> um, then we made the prequel, which is longer than the entire trilogy combined. How long the prequel is? Yeah, and it's most none of it is earned. None of it is earned. I hate. I hate the prequel. Oh, no, I thought the prequel was better because like we we had better filming. Like we sort of slightly knew that what we were doing wrong in the other films and sort of corrected that, and it was a bit better. But it, the the pro, that thing was a pain to edit because we filmed that out of order. So editing it was like, I am never filming anything out of order again because the editing phase is impossible when you're you're dragging. I like, like editing. How many yeah. hundreds? I, I do too. But film there something was like out hundreds of... of shots that I had to. You know, hundreds of shots that we had to just drag together. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let me send you um send you something. Listen, uh, there are only a few great trilogies out there. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, The Godfather, Toy Story, Indiana Jones, Fred. Four Toy Story movies. <sighs> but Legend of Liam's just up there, you know? Opposite. It, it just ups it all, yeah. you know? Yeah, so that's the story of Legend of Liam's. As of right now, we don't have any and plans in my for head. A, a sequel Four trilogy, five. you know? We plan yeah. on moving on to other in, things, but if you guys want one, which you won't, because no one's gonna watch this. So, but if you do, just ask <laughs> us on Reddit. Why don't you? One person. Okay, if one person on the internet asks for a Legend of the Liam's four, five, and six, I will. I will do a four, five, and six. You know, you got restore the Snyderverse trending with one point, like one point twenty million yeah. tweets. But if you get one, one single. Th- Thing related on the internet asking for a four, five, and six. Say no more. We are in. That's how great a studio we are. Yeah. 
better than yeah, anyone no, that's ever made my commentary. head. My head, I act, I see three phases of um our filming. There's like the post Legend of Liam's sort of thing, which is the films that we're starting to work on now. There's the Legend of Liam's phase, and there's the pre phase. Most films from that pre phase are actually lost. Maybe I'd say like percent of those films are well, they exist, but they're like. The dark corners of my mum's computer is where they are. Some of them Oof. I transferred onto my PC and all that, but a lot of them just exist on the dark corners of my mum's computer. Um, so I will try and find the rest of those old films no, and upload don't. them to YouTube. But don't please. I, don't worry, they'll be unlisted. <laughs> Some of them are horrible. Like I, I found a film which was filmed about this time four years ago. It's so so bad. Well, like, then let's I, not I can't like. We'll put them all into one combination, but it's only us screaming or yelling. That's it. We'll call we'll call it the uh, screamy yelly movie. So we'll call it dead film. Yeah. That's what we'll call it. Dead films. <laughs> Get hyped for dead films coming this coming this year because Lucas takes his sweet time. I need you to um. Here is let me just here. At now, this is a film from April two thousand and seventeen, it's, and it's horrible to watch. Are, are you have you got it open? I mean, tell me, we'll, we'll both watch it together. Right, let's open the thing. We'll, we'll both hit play at the exact same time and watch, oh, the, seven watch minutes. the movie. Why? All right, so tell me when you're ready. You ready? Finally got out of the orphanage. Okay, so it's from the POV of someone. Voice so it's you. So you're high. the you're the camera. <laughs> I confidently turn to Liam like Liam the map. Liam the map. That's I. That's great. I love that confidence. Yeah. You know. Was I using your camera? Yep. This is my camera, which is why the looking on the map, which is just a giant giant map of Australia. So what does it? <laughs> I had um I had two wristbands on the camera wristbands on the camera so one of them is always like in shot you tell them to get a bigger map but then you tell them to get a shorter map um uh should we have got a better map we should have gone a bigger map this is a pretty big map so we should have gone a smaller map um we should have gone a smaller map buddy oh, no, so um so we're towards here and before diary of wimpy get the long and counting by the days. It's so shaky. I can hear the inner workings of the camera just going. <laughs> yeah. Shadows look so threatening. Our, our five year old shadows. Yeah. Lucas is the only one running. No, I believe we were. Um, I believe we were. Would have been. Um, we would have been. Oh, I'm trying to think. 11. No, I was turning 11. So we were 10. You and I were ten. Okay, Liam would have been like. I watch. I watch some more another day, but it's that's yeah, on my watch list now. It's horrible. Yeah. I don't like people that have an but, incredibly long watch list of like two hundred movies because you're never gonna get all that done. You're gonna die without having no, finished all those yeah. movies. I just watch every movie the second I think of it. So um, well that should. I think now it's a good time to end it. You know. It's left the call. It's just me. Um to in the hang on i need to disconnect craig first uh oh that hurt i just kicked the bin by accident
oh, I, oh, I coughed at the same time, and now I can sort of like hear. I think, oh, I hurt my stomach coughing. Oh, Ryan's typing in chat. What's he typing? Legend of the Liams with episode name. No. 